I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jick. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff, you're well rested and you're no. ready to podcast for like yes. nine hours. No. <laughs> Hot Stuff, you stayed up all night. I did. Hot Stuff. Yep. You you, you can't do this to yourself, buddy. Well, I... Crunch is bad. Uh, fine, but I, I had like a... A defined number of hours with my computer and then it was going away and I needed to get a bunch of shit done before that happened. Okay. So it's like you're going off to war. You, yes. to, you had a limited amount of time to spend with your wife. Yes. Right. So you decided not to spend any of that time in bed. No. no. Okay. If I could have done what I was working, if I could have done all my work from bed on the computer, that would have been great. Yeah, but it's a desktop computer. Exactly. Machine. It's like the opposite not, of Yeah, not a convenient. bed top. Right. Laptop is kind of a bed top. Yeah, pillow yeah. top. I mean, it's really it's, if if it were a a laptop specifically, mm -hmm. you couldn't use it on anything other than your lap, right? Is it your is it still your lap when you're lying down? That's a good oh, argument to that's have. That's a good question. I think. I think it is. Like my cat likes to lie on my legs mm -hmm. while I'm lying on bed. Okay. Um, on bed. You know, it's like online or... Yeah. right. In hospital. In line. Yeah. Would you... Does it? Does your cat care whether you're facing up or down? Uh, no, actually. Okay. So, because I don't think you can be laying... I don't think your stomach can be in contact with the bed. Right. And still... Well, certainly your... Still can't be a, la a lap. Your ass doesn't count as your lap. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... But, <laughs> <laughs> Under the most liberal definition, I think it could, right? Like, it's just your your legs splayed out in a... Oh, if your legs are vertical. horizontal? Okay. Yeah, sorry, horizontal. Gotcha. Way. Yeah, Yeah. anytime your legs are vertical. Yeah, if you have you're, a lap. You're running laps. Yeah. That's that's what they say. How, how are you doing, Riff? Uh, doing all right. Work, working, um, working in the word mines. <laughs> yep. Actually, the they've of, been specifically the working on a mine, so that's, like, doubly true. Yeah. Yeah. Working on the word, I'm I'm forcing you. I'm you're chained up in a creepy basement writing. <laughs> no wait, sorry, you're in your apartment yes, writing about creepy a apartment creepy basement. <laughs> writing about it. <laughs> but Riff, the only thing chaining you up in your apartment is your own lack of desire to leave your apartment. <laughs> well, and the fact that I've got a ton of work to do in three months. <laughs> the prison was inside you all along. Yeah, also, we spent the entirety of PAX uh, seeing a lot of uh, fans who were super cool, yeah. and it was great. And um, it, uh, we were showing our video game, West of Loathing, and telling uh, like a, a thousand people that it's coming out in three months. Yeah. So now it has to come out in three months, <laughs> or I'm a dirty liar. Yeah. And and we won we won an award at PAX. Yeah, we did. We won an award for best mobile game from some tiny outlet yeah. that no one so, had ever heard of. Let's hope this turns out to be a mobile game. <laughs> well, it will. I mean, so what we were telling everyone was it's going to be out in three months on Steam and a month or two later on iPads, which okay. is that's, well, that's what you were telling everyone. I that's said, true. I, what I my line was it's coming out in three months on Steam, which is Windows, Mac, and Linux, and then it will be out as soon as we can on other platforms. Uh, I like see. iOS. A bunch I said of people, iOS, and I didn't say iPads. I see. I kept I'm saying I'm pushing iPads. real yeah. hard to get it onto phones. I know you are, but what am I <laughs> resisting you with every fiber of my being? Yeah. Um, I know yeah, you so are, and what army? <laughs> <laughs> 
wow, that's because it's like just a conjugation yeah, difference, right? right. <laughs> that is amazing. Riff. What am I? That's why you pay me the I? big bucks. Did, did you just make that up, or yes. is that? <laughs> wow. Okay. That's good, man. You, you get you get your your gruel for the day. <laughs> Man, I don't understand how you stayed up all night working. I was uh, like, I have. You had no choice. I've been. You, I have been coming into felt. the office at like. Well, so I worked until Puzzled Pint happened, and then I hosted Puzzled Pint, and then 150 people showed up for Puzzled Pint, which is 50 more people than has ever shown up before. So it was sort of an anomaly and crazy. And then I came back to the office, and then I just kept working. How would you describe your your emotional state when all those people arrived? Uh, puzzled. There you go. <laughs> Pinted. <laughs> did you drink any pints? I did. I had two. I had two pints. Wow. So you, you worked all day. Uh huh. Drank. Uh huh. Worked all night. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, I've definitely done that, but like, not in a long time. I and haven't done that since I was a, today again. a much younger man. Yeah, you did. Well, I mean, you you know, you you went and took your computer to the computer store for a while. Sure. And then you said you were going to take a nap. I was really afraid that you were never I'm coming never back. never coming back, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I laid down for about 45 minutes in bed t- to look at my lap. <laughs> okay. Did you fall asleep? Uh, I don't think so. I might have for like 15 minutes. <clears throat> did you set an alarm? I did. Yes, we slept did. in uh, we slept in bunk beds oh, yeah. for the entirety of PAX in uh, yeah. in Mr. Magnifico's uh, youngest daughter's room that yeah. she graciously allowed us to, to stay in. It was good to see Mr. Magnifico. We played some board games. She didn't need the whole bunk bed. That's true. She is only one person. Right. And she's a pretty small one. Uh, She could get away with a quarter of a bunk bed. Now I'm trying to imagine a single person that could use both bunks on a bunk bed. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, contortionist. Yeah, I mean, I could stand on the bottom bunk and put my face on the top bunk. And if I tied tied myself in, I could sleep that way eventually. Uh, I would eventually lose consciousness (laughs) if if tied that way for long enough. So I guess that's technically sleeping in both bunks of a bunk bed. So I'm saying I could do it. Could you be be mostly horizontal and still in that? I guess you could like... Half of your body could be on the top bunk, and then you could be like touching the bottom bunk with your leg and maybe your <laughs> arm. If you, if you unbolted all of the pieces of wood uh-huh. that were oriented perpendicular to the mattresses, and just sort of let the thing slit like slide down, fell over, right? <laughs> like if the bed just fell over and just okay, became so a if weird instead long of a bed, bed, it was a pile. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what you know what I'm saying, right? Like when you fuck up no. Lego Technics and you don't brace a thing. Oh, the whole, yeah, I see what right. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. so like the it's the still, the side bars holding it up become hinge hinged. It's still sort of. uh, what topographically a bunk bed. It's, yeah, it's still it's still equivalent <laughs> topologically. Topologically, yeah, yeah not topographically. Uh, to a, I was thinking more along the lines of like a Siamese twins, except the connection oh. between them was real stretchy. <laughs> okay. Or just real long. Yeah. I mean, it could be if they're like if they're okay. Siamese at the at the like fingertips. You know how sometimes you have instead of a placenta, there's just another person <laughs> at the other end of the umbilical cord. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I totally know how I have that sometimes. So like like it's a, like a palindrome. It's like, baby. It's, like it's like when a, a woman who is very small has a really large baby. They're basically the same size, right? The woman and the baby. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes yeah. it's if, like the baby's wearing a mom suit. <laughs> yeah. If they or or a, onesie, a mom onesie. if a baby 
gets pregnant right at the moment of conception. Right. And okay. and then b- both babies are born at the same time, but they are connected to each other via their umbilical cords. And then they don't bother to Is there cut like a them. Umbilical splitter going on there like <laughs> No, it's just like a it's just like a two two one-way umbilicuses. <laughs> One way, I, yeah, they're connected in series, so, not parallel. They're each, no, I'm imagining each baby is pregnant with the other baby. <laughs> so, well, it's like a oh, yin yang. Wow, yeah. yeah, now we're getting yeah, yeah. into like all kinds of which came first, dimensional, the first craziness. baby or the second baby, Klein babies. <laughs> um, yeah, like Kevin Klein and Patsy Klein. They're, they were like that, they, and they. They were in their 30s before they accidentally severed the dual umbilici. Dual umbilici. Yeah, they spell Klein differently, so that's one issue. That's one. Yeah, that's their largest argument. <laughs> yep. That was why they finally decided, to, all right, fuck it. So I'm not living attached to you via two umbilical cords anymore. <laughs> it was really interfering with both of our careers because we can only do things that involve acting and singing at the same time. We both hate musical theater. <laughs> Guys, this is our best episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you were worried that I wouldn't be able to podcast. Yeah. I, Hot Stuff and I are both just wrecked. Really wrecked, yeah. Um, it is surprisingly, like... So I sit down at a computer basically all day long, and then to suddenly change that mode and to stand up on a concrete floor for eight plus hours a day with like minimal downtime, uh, and you're just you're you're physically on that way, or you're like mentally on because you're like in, like smiling at everyone and, and chatting and like what constantly engaging. mentally keeping track of where four iPads are. Yeah, we were we, I, we didn't I, like have them like chained anything. We were just handing them to people and just like. And it wasn't a problem and it wasn't going to be a problem because, like, people at PAX are not going to steal your iPad, but it's still just, like, you can't. I honestly think that, like, when you handed an iPad to somebody, like, that person was, like, 99.9% not going to walk away with it. But if you weren't paying attention and they just returned it by putting it on a table. Right. Then somebody would come up and grab it. Like, get tempted to walk away with it or something. Which is weird, right? Because it's, like... You're like given this opportunity. If I think it's the it's it's the con it's, man it's thing. It's like a person. Yeah, you, you if you if you if I have gained your trust by giving you something expensive, right. then then well, you're just so and, much less likely to. And they know that you knew what they looked like. Sure, not that I would probably remember right, who I handed but... something to, especially in like a pax sized crowd. Oh, and then it was like zero degrees fahrenheit in boston and we were like yeah it started at night. snowing like right after we went there also kinko's is full of liars yeah like <laughs> we walked we walked like a half hour oh, in the oh, snow oh, oh, to wait what wait was... wait would you say they're duplicitous <laughs> hey um we walked a half an hour in the snow to and i'm i didn't i'm this is for real uh, oh, yeah okay sure uh to a supposedly 24-hour Kinko's that was not open 24 hours. And then we looked up another one. Took called an, them to took, make sure that called they Called to make hours. sure they were open 24 hours. Their voicemail confirmed that they were. Uh, which, the fact that it was a voicemail, maybe yeah. a clue. <laughs> anyway, took an Uber to it. It still had the sign up that said it was open 24 hours, but it also had a sign up saying that they close at 9 o'clock every yeah. day of the week now. Wow. So, so 24 it seems hours, like, but not all in a row. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's a run by Stephen Wright. Yeah, um, it it seems like Kinko's is just 
shutting down. Shutting down, and hmm. one of the things that they're doing is closing all of their 24-hour locations. Or at least at, at night. Making them not 24 hours anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just prints their own stuff on their HP Brother Lasercraft. Yep. Canon. That's a good that's a good video game. Uh-huh. Um Assassins uh hmm. As I was going for Brotherhood, you know, uh Oh, Assassins Brotherhood. I see. Assassins it. Creed Brotherhood, but it's a mm, hmm. hmm. Is there any video game that sounds like Toner? Um uh, Hearthstoner. Okay. <laughs> um, toast. Uh, I am toast. I am, okay, this I isn't a good show anymore. Yeah, we've 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 lost it. It's over. Uh, we have to. It also has to be short, uh, so that's a blessing. Yeah. Uh, so, let you want to do some questions from uh, Kingdom of Loathing podcast question asker listeners? Yeah. Let's. I want to thank everybody who came to the PAX booth and who like helped us out and was awesome. And yeah. And for for real, for real. Uh, before uh, video games hot dog, we'll we'll put together an acknowledgments uh, section that I did not remember to do uh, before we got on here, but there are some specific folks we'd like to thank a great deal. Um, Yandy writes, Hi guys, assuming the owner of the star key is a constellation, does that make him Richard the Lionhearted? <laughs> uh, love the challenge path and how it's making me rethink content like the gift shop in my planning. That's cool. I'm yeah. glad that there's stuff in the gift shop that matters. It's cool. Because uh, like, we didn't choose any of those things. Yeah, we, we specifically left it uh, just up to chance. Because we knew that there were enough skills that were worth getting that some of them would be easy to get and some of them would be hard and that makes them interesting so yep uh i haven't read a lot about like what people's run strategies are like i've just seen that people are discussing them and that there are strategies and that's what we want uh let's see Noobsaw says, hi, guys. I requested this a while ago, and as I recall, it was said something would be done about it, but I am almost, uh, but I almost did something that I didn't want to do. Would it be possible for the slime suit and the slime hates it gear to be made no discard? The slime hates it gear in particular is annoying to get, and I would prefer not to have to get it again. Um, see, this is always a thing where Hot yeah. Stuff and I kind of differ philosophically. Whenever something mm. is difficult to get, I want to make it no discard so that people don't ever accidentally auto-sell it. Hot stuff always wants things to have an auto sell value so that like they don't pile up if you get more than what like you he wants you to be able to get rid of them. And I I understand Is this like a Linux versus Mac argument? I don't well, I don't know. I mean, I think you both of us in a lot of ways want all else being equal for everything to be a part of any system that it butts up against sure right and making a thing no discard removes it from its like auto sell value and auto selling as a system right it's like just a sort of another like things by default should be tradable right unless there's a good reason to make something not tradable it should be tradable just because that that's makes the economy interesting yeah it's yeah. it's just it's it's a system that it could be a part of and every system that we remove something's access to is one less system that could be used to create interesting emergent behavior with that thing. I just really hate the auto sell. I hate all of the auto sell interfaces and I worry that it is very, very easy to, yeah. And they're just going to be right. I mean, like the only non cumbersome auto sell interface is the like right click menu 
from within your inventory and like that's fine and that's probably what what people want to do but since we don't want to go through the trouble of creating a buyback which is how games handle this right mm-hmm. like the way that other MMOs handle you accidentally selling something is you get it like a minute of oh fuck and right. you can buy back <laughs> the last you know I don't know in World of Warcraft is what like the last like 16 things that you sold to a vendor oh, yeah, something like that yeah and that persists 16 or 20 for a while, right? I mean, it just seems like it's yeah, it's, it's, it's kind it's, of like a fake inventory it's slot. It's persistent. It's not time-based. It's just the last 20 things. And, like, you don't... Uh, if you log off and log back on, they're still there. And they're still there if you go I to a different so. vendor and stuff like that. They're I've, definitely yeah, still like, there. Uh, there's definitely across all vendors. I don't remember if they persist over logout or not. Is this how like how I used uh, my mailbox as... S- storage for things <laughs> that's a that was a real mess but it did give you infinite inventory yeah that's true you just had to you just had to make sure to swap everything out every 30 days before it got deleted what's the slime hates it gear uh, what is any of it called <laughs> i don't know is it is it the stuff that you that starts with a rusty thing and then becomes yeah slime covered or we didn't use item tags back in the yeah. in the slime tube days. So let's just look for item ID is greater than 4,000 and item ID is less than 4,200 because that seems to be where a lot of slimy stuff is. Let's see. Okay, so there's like rusty metal greaves. Yeah. What are undissolvable contact lenses? Oh, they help your slime. They are slime-covered things, no? Is that not slime hates it? No, I don't know. Is the slime suit different than the... No, the, it was the slime suit, right? That's the... Can we look for... Just look for that um, outfit. Is it just the things that are in that outfit? We don't know anything. There are 10 items which have the slime hates it effect. It's also not like a standard enchantment, so uh, we can't use the... The usual tools. I see. Slime. The slime hates it item. Oh, okay, so they're all weird things that you start with the rusty thing and then you put it in the, you get it in the alveolus chamber thing right. and then you get a slime covered thing and then it becomes a thing that doesn't really have like, uh, it has the pernicious cudgel, diabolical crossbow, corrosive cowl. Oh, uh, okay, so they're not, like, they're, they're not, not like thematically or name right. linked. But let's. So just, do, are these things that like dramatically increase the like monster level? Without yeah. actually being plus monster level stuff. Yeah. That's cool. That was a good mechanic. Let's that we came just up with years ago. All right. I'll just I'll about. just make these undiscardable. Yeah, I mean you know, we do that. We do stuff where Oh, come on. Did you do lose the internet? No, they're not fucking adjacent. They're that does not surprise me. Ugh. Having a well, but you can just if you do the query that brings them up, you can sort of yeah. I guess I could I could hear. Let's see. Command tab, command, command click. You could just do it from from the database. It's also true. Where blue text. This is this is how we drop tables, folks. Lime hat. (laughs) So that's eight. Okay, so that's. Let's see what else does what else does the wiki say about these? 
It says there's ten. Yeah, only eight are showing up here. Well, because there's also aren't there some late later ones or something that we did. I wonder if they just some of them just don't have that blue text. Oh, huh. All right, update that. Set can discard equals zero. Limit eight. Let's say that many of those items can no longer be auto-sold, <laughs> um, nor can any other item in the entire game. I'm sure people will tell us shortly. Okay, so then a lot of them were actually adjacent. I think it was just one of those things where... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's okay. Live development, everybody. I wish we were better at things or less tired. We're going to be great guests on yep. this dude's podcast. That's that we're going to be awesome next. Um, Zenistrad says, I've noticed that the sort of procedural generation doesn't show its enchantment when it's stored in hex. I'm assuming <clears> this was unintentional. <laughs> it's not at all surprising. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't really have an enchantment. It's you that it's the enchantment's been within you the entire time. <laughs> right. And I don't remember because it doesn't really care where it is I think it's just it so here's why that one is weird it is because people really wanted when they clicked on someone else's sword to see like that. in their profile or whatever th to see that person's enchantments rather than their own enchantments which is what the game would naturally want to do yeah. uh, and I probably, describing it from Hanks just doesn't count as you looking at it from inventory. It probably counts as you looking at it for some from someplace other than inventory. Um, but it doesn't know who it's attached well, to. Well, so it, like it probably just seems, thinks it's like player zero or something and therefore has no enchantments. Lord of Cake says, since we can dual wield weapons with a seal clubber skill, can we get a skill that allows us to hold two offhand items? No, because dual wield is already a giant pain in the ass and it's hard to balance around and wielding two offhand items is not all that interesting. It isn't like cool the way dual wielding is. It's not like cool wielding. <laughs> I don't know. You could have two orbs. That's yeah, I mean, a guy with two orbs, pretty cool guy. Isn't that the premise of the new Marvel show? It's like Iron Fist where he has an iron in both hands. Like uh, he has an, iron iron? In, an yeah. iron in one hand and a fist in the other hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, really, if you've got a fist in one hand, you're using both your hands, right? Because it's like... You know, what if it's, you're assuming it's your fist. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you could have just like a, I don't know, like a model fist, like a fist candle. If you make okay. a fist, is your fist in that hand? Because your fingers are kind of curling up into the palm of that hand. So are you like holding your own fist? I don't know. Is are you making yeah, are you clenched? making the sound of one hand clapping? And is 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 the palm of your hand your hand lap? Hmm. Hand lap. Yeah, I like I like the notion of a hand lap. Or a handle app. Just an app that plays Handles Messiah whenever you um <laughs> whenever you open it. You could you could just turn your your music player into that if you wanted. Stumps McGee says, "Are ascension rewards that are sellable for a bunch of meat, such as bottled day, ever coming back? Do you mean sellable on the player economy for a bunch of meat? I mean, maybe or or auto sellable. Uh, I don't know. Was the did let's look at a bottled day. What is a bottled day? 
Uh, it gives you a hundred adventures. It can't be used in Ronin or Hardcore, and you can't use more than one of them in a week. Um, it does not have a it, like. It is not discardable. It doesn't have an auto sell value. So okay. I mean, I assume so that that's he just be means player economy. Player economy. Uh, I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, the reason that things like that are valuable is that they are rare. You, if you, if you just give them out willy nilly, wow, it really gives you a hundred adventures. That's a lot. That's cool. It was, yeah, it was the reward for completing a slow and steady run in season. Neat. So there just weren't going to be that many. Right, because it took a long time, and yeah. you you sacrificed a ton of turn gen. Yeah, that's great to do that. Um, I, I imagine that we will do things like that in the future. Sure, but they'll they'll will be tied to limited uh, event like world events or challenge path type stuff. And that one was allowed to be particularly powerful because we knew it would be doubly limited by how long slow and steady runs were. Uh, Grushvac writes, the robot tender, when fed booze from Hobopolis, starts dropping trash from the heap after combat, all of it except for Ralph the Ninth Cognac, as far as I can tell. Why not the Cognac? Was it removed from its drop list because you hate us? I didn't want it to be important that it, uh, like, I didn't want it to be swingy in an Ascension context. I took out the, like, the super outliers from a bunch of, uh, of several lists, because there's, because there's junk that it can drop and also candy. Mm. And I took out anything that like I, I don't want to create situations if I can avoid it where you do something you get a couple drops and you're like well I didn't get the like super ultra rare one so I'm gonna you know right. cancel this ascension and start over and like because that's just not cool or fun those are mostly meant to be flavor than instead of utility uh, let's see. Deadly Angel 2011 says, how much released but undiscovered content is there in the kingdom? Not a ton. I I think it's possible that uh, there's some things that will never be fully discovered. Yeah. Because I accidentally made them way too hard <laughs> to figure out. Stumps McGee says, what percentage of Skyrim's level of content does West of Loathing have right now? That is very, very difficult to quantify. What do you mean by level of content? Yeah. Like... Like Skyrim has a level cap of sixty. <laughs> West of Loathing doesn't have levels, right? So, so, so in some so ways, div- it's divide infinite. by zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the game is definitely like Skyrim-like in the way that it just kind of opens up and becomes like this amazing place to explore and find stuff. But it's not. It's probably not 200 hours of game the way that Skyrim can be. And it's not, there's not like as much, you know, there's no physics. So there's less like weird stuff that can happen as a result of that. There's, there's fewer like, yeah, grenades rolling down hills, which happens all the time in Skyrim. (laughs) Yeah. Like magic grenades. Yeah. And it's because the, your movement around the world is like quantum rather than, like, you don't really have the sense in West of Loathing of, like, just picking a direction and walking off in it the way that you no, do in a, in a really open world game, right? It's but everything. You can't, like, wall jump up a mountain. Right. So that's good. It is. It is open world in some ways, but also just, like, a very complicated choose-your-own-adventure in some other ways. Well, that's, that's our style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way more... 
non well i don't know is it more non-linear than kol there isn't like a fixed sequence of things that you do over and over again there's a there's a main quest and then there's a bunch of side stuff yeah um i would say that there's a lot more side content in west of loathing than there is in kol but that's probably not true depending on how you define side yeah, it depends content. on how you because like all the unlockable all the areas in the, in the mall yeah yeah uh, yeah, anyway. The Erosion Seeker says, Can you guys explain the reasoning behind Gelatinous Noob topping out at 20 skills rather than hitting the max the way other Avatar classes do? There are probably only 20 or so skills that actually cut turns, with the rest all being quality of life or marginal, uh, like, uh, sorry, quality of life, like plus HP or MP, or marginal, like plus weapon damage. Wouldn't it be better to give 3 for softcore and 6 for hardcore and top out at 125? Path is a lot of fun, but it would be approximately 6 times as fun if you could get out of the gate with all of that elemental damage without missing out on speed things. I mean... No, like you, I guess in the ideal case, there would have been more than 20 skills that actually cut turns yeah. and you would have had to choose, right? Because you're still, you can still. I think there might actually be slightly more than that, but some of them are easy to get in run. And so you don't need to, to like uh, pick them from the list, right? So like you, you pick... You're making like I've seen the list sort of math such that they take the of the top thirty skills in terms of turn savings or whatever they pick the the twenty that are hard to get and then you can get the other ones before you even spend a turn in game. So, uh, CD Moyer says, "Could you have Riff say the words cocktail and tails? Maybe also tails. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not getting into that." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so long as I, if I'm writing the haikus, I'm making the rules. You get to define how many syllables are in English words. That's right. Okay. Uh, let's see. McNally86 writes, Hey, sorry to message you this way. Okay. I could not remember the number to send customer service to, and I could not find the correct way to send questions about West of Loathing. Yeah, there's really not a way. So this just came in via... That's uh, fine. This bug, is a, this is a totally cromulent... So here's my unsolicited question. question. When West of Loathing comes out on Steam, what are the chances there could be a bundle that gives a KOL item? I ask because I have friends on Steam. I would like to guilt them into KOL by sending West of Loathing and accidentally sending them a KOL bundle that they feel like they need to use. I do not know if the infrastructure is even there. We don't either, but our, yeah. that is our plan, is to... We'd like to, yeah. I don't, we would really like to be able to sell some DLC that is, that includes a KOL item. Yeah. Um, I don't Steam. know what that means in terms of giving it to somebody else. That's really an excellent question. Well, I mean, yeah. It's like, in the ideal case, when you buy this DLC for West of Loathing, you also just get a redemption code that you then manually activate in KOL. Right, but I think that that's how we gift do it? it to somebody. Well, then they have a redemption code for a KOL item that they okay. could then create a KOL account and use. Or they could sell it on eBay for... Or they could sell it on eBay for $4,000. Okay, somewhere. Uh, anyway, also I heard that there was support for the blind to play KOL. I was not able to find anything about that. Mind telling me where to start looking? Well, just because it's a web page, so... Yeah, so that is that is a thing. We're actually going to try to get more knowledgeable about that in in the near future because we don't really understand how that works either because screen, screen readers are a thing that um, blind people use to navigate the web and one thing that we have done, tried to do over time is to make KOL friendly to those 
interfaces. I mean, it, it happened on its own. Like we didn't set out to say, okay, we should we should add a blind mode to this game. Right. It's just it was a game that blind people could play. And then whenever we did something that didn't play well with the the technology that they had to use to play it, they would tell us and they would offer suggestions on how to change it and how to make things like more convenient and stuff. I mean, yeah. that, like that's why people think it's just because I don't know HTML is why every item in the game has both an alt tag or every image in the game has both an alt tag and a title tag. But that and it's not because I think that's how you have to do it to get mouse over text on an item. It's because some screen readers used one. the one and some screen readers used the other. And so that was a thing that was it is that way for blind players. Um, it has been a little tricky, like as we sort of make the game use more sort of web 2.0 features of browsers that has made it a little more unfriendly for blind yeah. players. That like, said, like, I don't know that it really matters <laughs> if a blind player can use the 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 abstract art feature. Sure, it's just... Right, there's, there's not a ton of, like, there's not a ton of gameplay relevant stuff oh, that... Right. That it that uses crazy interfaces, and I mean, you know, by and large, like there are just a bunch of blind people who still play because this is like one of the only MMOs that you can play if you're blind, and they just let us know when we fuck stuff up, and we can usually figure out some way to work around it. Um, something that would be really awesome is if we could just write, and this is something that is going to have to happen a ways after release, but if we could just write a text interpreter for the West of Loathing data, yeah. then blind people could play West of Loathing. We think. Yeah. We we have like that's one of the things we have to figure out. It might be a thing that that ends up being like really messy in practice. Like but there's no reason that we couldn't take a room in West of Loathing and yes. just s- find like, all of the interactable objects. Do like screen readers interface with browsers, do they also, well, can they just work with arbitrary apps? So there's a, the problem is this, this is what we just need to learn, right? Um, I mean, if we wrote the text only client in JavaScript, we could, it could just be in a browser. Oh, you're saying right. like, so then, re- so write then a, a new normal, client. Then a normal screen reader. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. write a new client. Here's the problem with that. Uh, Things in West of Loathing are not as random access as things in Kingdom of Loathing because, like, a trigger volume that prevents you from going to the right side of the screen until you've met a certain criteria, we're going to have to understand how that works. Yeah. Yep. Like... In order for that to in order for that to work, if we were just doing like a completely menu driven system where the geometry of the world didn't matter at all, we would have to create some sort of hierarchy that's not currently there. Yep. Um, like, huh. and I just don't know that is how complicated. That would work. I mean, you know, you could put conditionals on every other element in the scene that is past. Uh, Right. A blocker. Like, yeah. So that, I mean, it gets messy and it would be a ton of work. I would, I hope we end up in a world where we are able to justify spending some, some time and, and energy looking into that. Um, you know, I hope the game does well enough that we can, yep. we can think about trying to provide that experience to, to people who can't see because they've, you know, they've stuck with us this long and it would be sad for them to not be able to enjoy our continued efforts yeah um what time is it 
Excellent question. Okay. Let's do... That's, did somebody ask what time it is? Yeah. The Erosion Seeker says, suggestion for the Cape Shake Cake, Cape Shaked Arena. You know, where you go into that arena and shake your cape. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's shake a cape. It's like a, that's like what 20s uh, Robin would say to Superman when it was time to leave. In the 20s, Robin was Superman's henchman. I see. <laughs> side, side hench? Side hench? <laughs> hench cape. Kickman. Um... What if the game just told you your familiar performativity? There's not really much point in hiding their olive ratings, e.g. you know that a barnacle should be, shouldn't be good at an obstacle course. It would probably be useful for new players, although how many people go there I wouldn't know anything about. Yeah. Um, Elfin says, who writes the Asymmetric Gazette? How is its readership? It is usually hot stuff that writes it. Uh, sometimes I'll punch it up a little bit, but I haven't. I haven't felt the need to lately. You've gotten. You've gotten a tone, I guess. Yeah, and they're pretty good. Um, what are we like? Three thousand. Yeah, a little over three thousand subscribers. subscribers. It's pretty good. I think. I think of those, like sixty or seventy percent actually open it and read it. Nice. So, I don't that's know if good. that's good or bad. I have no idea. Uh, Sherm Firmwood says worst shaving experience. Uh, well, once when I was in my early 20s, I shaved my balls with a with a safety razor because uh, uh-huh. it was funny. Yeah. And then, <laughs> okay. And then I had to take a, like a two or three days off work because I got razor burn that was like so painful that I basically couldn't move. Wow. Without just being in agonizing pain. So I think that is my worst. I have nothing even close to that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, nah, you win. Well, sure. You I guys had, have better ideas than I you. had. I mostly used an electric razor for most of my life. And every now and then the like foil would break. Ooh. And if I didn't notice it, it would start just cutting my face off oh. real bad. <laughs> but uh, that is relatively minor. I, I was able to go to work the next day. <laughs> I've never been able to use an electric razor. Why is that? I don't know. You it's don't just, know how to turn them on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have electricity at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to shave my balls by candlelight, which is why I do such a shitty job. <laughs> you just take the razor. You just take the razor without any power and just keep rubbing it on your face until your hair falls out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I take my just, razor to the barber shop the and I say, <laughs> will you trade me this for a shave? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll just burn my uh, burn my beard off with a lighter yeah. <laughs> in a pinch. You raise you raise it to the ground. Uh-huh. Riff, do you shave anything? Uh, I use like a beard trimmer to to shave the sides of my face, so it it's not like a clean shave, but it's a, a de beardification. Do you shave your neck? Like, do you shave a line under your beard, like George yeah. Lucas? Yeah, like like, you know, a sh- like, a sh- like a person should do if you have a beard. Shapes. Yeah. Do you shave? Do you shave the an out a silhouette of George Lucas into your neck? Where, where does the phrase neck beard come from? Is that just from somebody who doesn't from someone yeah who, who doesn't shape their beard properly? I think. But I think that not everybody ends up with a shitty. Neck beard, though, right? Like, don't some people just have naturally, like... Beautiful necks. Beautiful neck hair lines. Huh. Male pattern neck... A plunging neck hairline. Uh, what... What... 
like I don't know. I've, I don't spend a lot of time looking at dudes' beards, so now I now I'm curious as to spend a lot. You should look at George Lucas's beard, okay, and ha- notice that it's a silhouette of Riff. Oh, <laughs> and then notice that Riff's beard is a silhouette of George Lucas. Wow, are they are they they're umbilicus twins? Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I'm glad Riff and George we, Lucas are palindrome babies. I'm glad that we got there. Does that mean he's heard all the nasty things I've said about the prequels? That's embarrassing. It, he felt them, you know? It's not like... Like, like he heard them like, like, a, like, like the tin can and a string. You yeah, heard, except heard it's an umbilical, umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sorry, I guess it George. goes from from your stomach to his butt and vice versa. I don't... Egg You're also egg. weird, like a like a human Ouroboros centipede. <laughs> <sighs> Was the end goal of the human centipede project to have to a, a loop? loop it, link it. Yeah. Because then, I mean, they would just live forever, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've heard that you can like drink your own urine three times before it becomes too toxic. I've heard it was seven. I don't think it's seven. I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should do it. Oh, no. Seven is the number of times you can eat your own poop. So maybe they would live longer then uh, because. Because, yeah, they're all 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 their all their liquid intake is sterile. (laughs) So what a horrible thing, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, this is now the worst episode. (laughs) I think it was always the worst. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for doing a Kingdom of Loathing radio show podcast with me. It was fun. It was good mm-hmm. times. All right. Uh, and listeners, thanks for joining us, and thanks for putting up with the short show. Hey, short show is better than no show. Well, except in this case. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everyone. Have a great week, everybody. Good night.